Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here of Truth Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. You know what? Sometimes we got to just practice what we preach because I know better, but for some reason, I've got a bad habit of waiting. arthritis is kicking my butt, but I refuse to let it win. I really do, but Lord Jesus, I have breakfast or anything, but I want to thank you guys for joining me here, and I also want to thank my followers, listeners, family, that's been supportive as I do these shows. Now, today is Tuesday, and on Tuesday, many of you know that's when we do the show from the pulpit to the couch, where you will receive the book teaching from someone in ministry. As well as myself, Jeanette Abney, I'm a marriage family therapist. Now, today's topic is entitled, Don't Wait Too Late. Now, I've heard people say, you know what, we need to be patient, we need to wait on God, we have all these dreams, these things that we want to do. What does that really mean? You know, there's a lot going on in our world. We know that tomorrow is not promised, and time waits. But no man or no woman. I am a true believer of that. Because I'll get up early in the morning, still got to be pushed up out the bed before I get up. Because <laughs> I think I just be having all the time in the world to do things. But time is not waiting on me. We all given the same 24 hours. But we got to get some stuff done. Now, with that being said, when we start talking about don't be or don't wait too late, what do that mean? What, what are you waiting for? What is it that you want to do? What's on your mind, in your heart, your dream, your passion? Are you even waiting to even turn your life over to God? A lot of individuals are talking about, I'm waiting on this COVID stuff to see what I'm going to do to make my mind up whether I'm going to get vaccinated or not. So, and that's a prime example of don't wait too late. Now, I'm not telling the person what to do, what not to do, because we all have our reasons for doing certain things. So some topics that I just kind of put together when we put it out there, we're talking about time may be running out and don't wait too late. Are we waiting to pray, turn our life over to God, to change our life, to get some things right, whether it's a relationship, whether it's making a recommitment to things, what are you waiting for? And what is your reason for waiting? Now, I'm waiting on Lady T to join me because I haven't heard from Lady T this morning. So hopefully she won't, uh, <laughs> you know what, I might have to just call her because she'll be coming up with reasons why she's not able to get on the show. So let me look up her number first because I don't remember nobody's phone number. Let me look her number up and give her a call and find out where is she? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to call her on the air. That's what I'm going to do. So give me a second. And if you want to join in on a conversation, give me a call. The number to call to the show is 516-387-1914. Because I would love to hear your thoughts of what you want to say or what you want to add to the show. Because a lot of us got a lot of things going on in our life right now. And sometimes people feel that people don't care. But for our individuals, we do care. We do want to hear what you have to say. So let me call Miss Lady T, because I know she's going to try to give me some excuse. Okay. So now I'm going to call her on. So last week, she was said the phone was kicking her off. She ain't going to have no excuse this time. Hopefully, I'm doing stuff right. Okay. Because I'm figuring out these little gitches and gadgets and all that. I don't want to be waiting too late to learn about these things. She's doing the phone on me. <laughs> Hello? Hello? How you doing? Good, Did, good. Did you forget about me, Miss Tammy? 
good if I go two Nicki Bag shoes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. They get up. <laughs> they get up every day and put on two little shoes and, and tell you the wrong thing. Right. When I have somewhere to be, I wait to last bath shoes. I had two shoes, go two totally different. They were the same color. They were mixed back shoes. So that's the point of when you start waiting. Wait, you expect things to be there. You have some control with your program, and it don't always work like that. Even when we start about, you know, doing things for God, we can do it. We got this. This is in the spirit of procrastination. Uh-huh. And sometimes we can yeah. get to the point to where, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's too late now. So, and you got to make it right. You got to make it right. I right. see my son is on the live watching. I don't know why he didn't call in because I was on him this morning. I called him yesterday telling him, you know, his kids are graduating. He's got one about to graduate. Another about to go to college, to graduate high school. And sometimes, even with our children and our parenting, we wait too late to do certain things, thinking, well, I'm not going to worry about it. They love me anyway. They got unconditional love. That's not always the case. Sometimes you come into a person's life too late where they needed you or they expected you or they thought you were going to be there. And now you want to figure, oh, well, it's time for us to. They may say, you know what? I'm not feeling this. It's too late. Too late. And we can miss out on opportunities and miss out on things because we, you know, for whatever reason. So let's talk about some of the reasons why you think people wait too late. What do you think some of these things are? So, and, and I know that some people would say, oh, it's not an excuse, it's an explanation. So let's share some of the explanations that you may have of why individuals so long to do certain things. You know, it could be in a relationship. It could be going to school. I um, was on Facebook the other day, and I saw someone posted that my mother got her law degree at 50. You know what? The 50s are the new 30s now. So you have a lot of individuals that go back to school and get education later time where they still did it. Now my son says, I'm at work. That's why I can't call in listening, but I can't talk. I'm on a rooftop right now. You need to be careful on that rooftop. <laughs> you're on the rooftop listening. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, you on the rooftop? <laughs> but you know, but the thing is, I have really been on him from day one, letting him know you, I wasn't like that as a mother to you. So whatever you expected or whenever you wanted me to be there, I was there. Sometimes your kids may not say nothing, but it's not like they're not carrying something. You need to break that generational curse. You need to break that cycle. So sometimes, like I said, that spirit of procrastination of, oh, I'll just wait. Oh, I'm not going to worry about it. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, not right now. Yes. Yeah. And now they're dragging your butt down the aisle at your funeral. That one got mad at me yesterday because I questioned them about their procrastination. I'm like, you're saying that you want to progress and move forward in different things in your life and you need to you have a plan for things, but you haven't started. Why haven't you started? I'm like, get up and do something. Move forward. Mm-hmm. Make one step forward. I said, God will bless you if you take action. You can't sit back and think God is going to bring it to you. You have to be in action, motivated, doing something, and then he will progress you to the next level more than what you thought you could have. So and, and he got mad at me, but I said, well, I'm, he's like, you're mean. I said, oh, I'm not mean. I'm real. I said, I'm not going to play games with you and um, say it's okay for you to sit there and say, oh, I'm contemplating what I'm doing. I'm thinking about it. I've got to figure it out in my head first. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Write it down to move it. Mm-hmm. You know, they say write it down, make it simple. Now, this sounds like Lady Maria. Is this, is this Miss Maria talking right now? Yes, ma'am. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> you guys kind of switch it up. That don't sound like Lady Tina. <laughs> Well, she you ran know, in the store for a second. 
Oh, no problem. But you know what, Maria? A lot of times some individuals are go-getters. Some individuals are not going to wait. They're not going to let no grass go up under their feet. And they don't mean making unwise decisions because we do have to implement wisdom. We really do. But when we, even when we start talking about coming over anxious, you know, we got a lot of individuals now dealing with anxiety, dealing with depression. I don't know what they wait on. I really don't. But even when we talk about being overly anxious, so I'm saying that don't wait till they could be in a relationship with another human being. I'm not saying that. I'm not telling anybody to go run down the aisle, try to get married, try to get you unequally yoked. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that don't wait too late to get some things right, even in your heart, even in your spirit, even with your relationship with yourself. You know, because a lot of us, we just let ourselves go. We think tomorrow, we'll do it tomorrow. You know, I went to bed last night thinking I'm going to get up, I'm going to exercise. I ordered all these little gadgets and gadgets and stuff. I got boxes sitting in my living room now after I'm going to clean up my house. I got bo- I ain't even open them up. <laughs> I because in your mind, you're motivated, but you're, the rest of you haven't caught up to what your mind is thinking. <laughs> Girl, my body be like, I woke up this morning at, at um, 7 o'clock. First of all, I went up at 5 o'clock. I said, I'm get up. I'm going to go ride that stationary bike that I still ain't figured out where the battery go yet. So I'll just ride it. Don't even got no battery in. Don't even know where the battery goes. So I'm going to take a picture. You can show me. But, you know, and I have all these bright ideas, but I know it's not too late, but I know I need to do better. I know I need to do better. And many of us out there, we also need to do better. And I know in regards to yeah. like you, even with our finances, you know what, Maria, we need to do because people need to get their finances right. They really do. And sometimes right. people do wait. That's first and foremost. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Let's talk about that in Because even biblically, we have to be and learn how to become a good steward. We have to be careful with our finances. Right. And we got a lot of individuals that they waiting to hit the lotto. They waiting on their prince and shining armor to come in or somebody. If somebody, if you go meet your prince, you better know how to be a princess. You know, because I don't mean nobody that's going to be all raggedy <laughs> and blow up. Here it is. I'm trying to make money. You spend right. money, really? <laughs> Talk about right. some way to finances. Give the listeners some information in regards that maybe they clean that up, Maria. On how to clean up their finance. Well, first of all, they have to be aware of their spending habits. Because mm-hmm. just because you get, uh, for instance, these stimulus payments people are getting, instead of taking care of their debt and getting things in order, they're going out buying ridiculous stuff. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that when you know you're in debt? COVID is not going to be forever where you're going to be getting these um, passes. Mm-hmm. So this extra money that you're getting, you could be using that to your benefit. Open yourself an IRA, start, start earning some interest. Uh, pay off some debt. I mean, it's free money, but it's free money that can help you improve your lifestyle. Correct. Make a savings account that ha- gives good interest. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the savings account. It's good to put money in your savings account, but your interest. I'm just so mad at bank like eight cents. Ten cents. Really? I got all this money in the bank and I get eight cents. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We need to learn and we need to understand financing, stocks, bonds, CDs. You know, some people are um, doing these, these, these investments with Bitcoin, all of this stuff. We need to educate ourselves. It's not too late to learn something new. So that's one thing. Because back in the day, yes, savings was great. It's good to save money. We do need to save money. But don't depend on that interest that you'll be getting from your savings account. Because uh, probably people just can't live Correct, correct. And that's one of the even buying a house. What did you mean, say, Marie? You have to learn how to invest and not be afraid to invest. A lot of our correct. people are afraid to invest, and they need to learn to do that because, and then be disciplined about it. If you're investing in something, don't go turn around the next month and take it out because you ain't earned anything. 
That's true. That let it sit. Learn to learn to invest to where it's going to give you some dividends in the end. Mm-hmm. The increase. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and stop being so quick to spend everything you get. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to wear the best outfit and the best shoes. Where would you got in your closet and save that money for future for rainy days? That part right. Sometimes we don't appreciate what we got because we so busy looking at what other people is doing, and we're in a rush. We're in a rush. Mm-hmm. I was watching a couple of weeks ago. I was watching the NFL draft, and I said, you know what? I am very happy for these young men, their families. A lot of individuals are in professional sports. And they're trying to do this before they get to a certain age where they're not, their body can't do some of the things that they used to do. But by that same token, they need people in their lives that's going to be honest with them, that's going to help them be able to grow. Because just as far as that money can come, that money can go. If they don't know how to, what they do. And see, they they can live today as if it's always going to be that way. It doesn't always be like that. So don't wait too late to get some of these things. Turn it around. Turn it around. You know, back in the day, you had people investing in, you know, giving water, just something simple that you didn't even realize that was going to turn around and change the way you live. Get that. Coming into a large sum of money like that, like you said, these pro ball players, they're so young. They don't know how to handle that money, and they just the first thing they do is go out and buy some gold jewels, a fancy car, something like that. And I'm just like, look, invest in some property, something you can have in the future. Pay it off. Don't make payments. And that's another thing you mm-hmm. do. When they come in large sums of money, oh, I'm gonna put some down on this and have it. No, because then you gotta make payments. If you gotta have to pay it off, pay it off and own it, right. and earn mm-hmm. interest in. Stop putting five on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, in that way, you can grow property. Property is so valuable. And it is. It's at a young good. age, they don't realize that. It's so valuable. And you know what? The thing is, they don't know, I, I can want just to put a little bit down. Mm-hmm. I want to say this in regards to, like, redlining, gentrification. We talked a lot about things yesterday on the show as we were talking about police and respect. we got to learn how to respect ourselves, respect our money, and respect our youth, respect what's going on in life. Now, one of the things is we start talking about even with, with real estate. Yeah, real estate is fine right now. But they're making it so challenging to buy a home, but yet individuals are spending thousands and thousands of dollars on rent. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. And now they got these mortgages so that it used to be where you'd be paying almost three times the amount of the house. Now you're paying almost more than that on interest. So even if your mortgage is a certain amount, pay more to pay it down. Now, some individuals used to say, well, I don't want my house paid off. Okay, we get that. But by that same token, you don't want to be in debt. And then you owe, and then something happens because they wait on you to default. Because you need all you doing them about mm-hmm. Right. And they don't even money. Yeah, that's making them money. Because they turn it around, all the money they done made on you, they turn it around about to make it double on somebody else. Man, 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 man. I'm sitting in my first house that I bought back in 1998. I need to kick myself in the butt. But you know what? You live and you mm-hmm. learn. Not too late for me to turn this situation yep. around. But I know even when I was saying that I had wanted to buy out their amenity, I should have did it. When I see it, I would go do it. But I kept waiting, waiting, waiting. Now the houses in Menifee and Marietta is almost as much as they are at Oceanside and every place else. Because I waited. Oh, honey, they are. They are as much. Not almost. They already are. I know. I, I know. It's beyond crazy. But the thing is, don't rush. Use wisdom. And we talked about that a little bit in finances. What about relationships? That's where it gets kind of iffy. 
You know, because I hear individuals in their 30s saying, well, I'm not married. I don't have any children. And, you know, they got people in the church telling them, you need to go hook up. You need to find you a husband. You need to. What would you, what, Maria, what would you say to individuals? Because that's a little touchy subject, but that's one where it's not like it's going to be ever too late because you can get yourself right with God. You got to make yourself to where you know that you are ready, but that's not something that got a time limit on it. Well, um, I don't like it when people say you need to go get yourself a husband because that is that's oh. something where a, a husband is not going to change your situation unless you deserve So yep. you don't need to go get yourself a husband. You have mm-hmm. to exhibit what you want to attract. So mm-hmm. get yourself together. Work on mm-hmm. you and what is for you is going to come eventually. And not only that, go get yourself a husband is already bad information. That's bad advice and it's false because mm-hmm. the Bible says he who findeth a wife. So we ain't supposed to be looking for nothing. You need to just get yourself prepared and ready. Have your stuff together. Have your ducks in the room. So when you found, you together. Yes. And when he found, when you found, you'll be kept. You don't just want to be found. You want to be kept. You know, and you ain't going to be tip if, if you found that you in a raggedy position. Yeah. I mean, they're going to look at it like, uh, what, like the women always say, what can you do for me? The men right. saying the same thing. Right. What can you do for me? Well, what can you offer? Because you have to have something to do. You just can't bring your butt to the table because that, that, gets, that gets old. Don't nobody <laughs> want just that no more. You better bring that with the money. You got to have the knowledge. You got to have wisdom. You have to know how to take care of a home. You got to know how to take care of yourself and that man. And clean and take care of your kids. Work on those things and be prepared. What you laughing at? I'm laughing because it's so true. When people don't tell you that, they give you misinformation. They got you to the beginning. Yeah, they do. You're going to be too old now. I'm in my 50s. I'm like, you know what? I don't be listening to that stuff. I still enjoy my life. I still do what I want. If someone can come along and compliment that, that's great. But I'm not going to sit up here and be thinking, oh, well, I waited too late. Because I used to tell people, I'm wife material. I'm not girlfriend material. So I know my wife. Thank you. Right. So when we talking about that, we need to start giving the young ladies good information and not let them think that they biological clock is ticking and, and you, girl, you've been careful, you've been fine. No, don't do that to nobody. Now, I want to share something, right. and it's about in Luke 16, 19 to 31, don't wait until it's too late. Now, and part of that is we start talking about giving our life over to God and turning our life over to Christ because a lot of times individuals will say, well, I want to do what I want to do. I'm young. Now, I have a rehab. So I work with individuals, and we do provide services for individuals from all walks of life, whether it's addiction to drugs, whether it's domestic violence, child abuse. So I get to talk to a lot of different individuals. One of the things that I learned working with, with teenagers is they like to experiment because they think they have all yep. the time in the world, like they infallible. Ain't nothing going to happen to me. We got people dropping dead uh-huh. as kids, Correct, correct. So a lot of times they think they got time to get their life in order, but the thing is, some things you don't need to be experimenting with. And I'm looking at this article, and it indicates that when it comes to the majority of individuals, talk about making sense, and they were talking about how was amazed at how individuals tell the story. And they would how basically things was in parables. But when they were talking about Lazarus, the father of Abraham, the rich man, those interesting reads because when you think about their story, they went through some things. When you think about Lazarus, Lazarus basically he died. They came back, but was it too late for him? 
of the fathers of Abraham, when we start talking about the rich man. So these are some things that when we start talking about the way they were living their life, and now we learn to live for Christ. When you learn to live for Christ and you turn away from these old ways, I mean, I, I, when I used to go to church, and if I used to, I just haven't been in the church in a while because of COVID, but the mothers of the church, the elders of the church, the people, they're not living their life like it's just too late for them. They have a whole different mindset, a whole different mindset. Now, considering that today is Tuesday, is when we do the show from the pulpit of the college, have uh, Maria and Tammy, both of you guys was raised in the church, been in church all your life. What was your thoughts when we would hear things about the way too late to turn your life over and you sit back thinking, mm, I'm ready to do all this. I don't know if I want to live holy. I, I want to have me some fun. I, I don't like this. What would you think of some of the things that are struggling with that? Well, nowadays, um, the kids are stuck on social media. Social media gives them too much of an outlet to make things look like it's great out there in the world. Mm-hmm. They don't know that on the on the uh, back end with a side that these they're not seeing these people, their life is miserable. They're not happy, mm-hmm. but because they put themselves in this position, they have to continue it in order to make money to survive. Uh, I know a lot of people who do social media stuff, but they're miserable in their personal life because they, in, in their personal lives, people think that they're actually like that. They don't understand this is a show. This is an act. This is a persona I'm putting on in order to create income for myself. And so the young people that see that, they think, oh, this is what I want. This is how I want to be. I can attract this, that, and the other if I act like this. And so the competition is really, really tough. And when you're trying to show them a better way, even through the word, even through example, it's, it's hard to compete. So mm-hmm. if you don't have a young person that's willing to sit down with you and, and you show them and really bring them into the knowledge of the word and to Jesus Christ, um, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard. It's going to mm-hmm. be hard. So you just have to live and be the example. Let your life be the example to them and show them the way. That's why, that's why when you say we need to be aware of our finances, young people need to see that, yes, Christian people have money too. Christian people know how to have things too. We don't have to go on the Internet and shake our butt and show every little part of our body to make some money. There's a different way for you to acquire these things. Education. Educate yourself. You don't have to be that person in front of that camera. You can be the person that owns that camera, and they're renting it from you. So you have to show them another side. You have to show them another side in order to reach the next level without um, showing themselves in that way. You know, and I think that's probably would be the only way to draw them in. Correct. My daughter... I appreciate Leticia because she taught me a lot. Things that she would say to me, I'd be like, hmm. I used to try to get her to do things. She told me, Mom, the people behind the cameras make more money than the people in front of the camera. You know, there's a difference between being rich and having wealth. I remember when I was a young, young parent, young adult, and some of my female friends that I used to associate with, they used to always say, because I knew my life was different. They would say, girl, don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. And I remember my grandmother used to say, don't screw yourself into bad health. And I used to be like, I don't want to be all okay. older. I never heard of that one. <laughs> don't screw yourself into bad health. Can you really do that? I don't know if they were just trying to torment me, scare me, or they told everybody else, all the other females in my family, the stuff that they put in my head, had me sitting up here being a nun and wasn't getting none. So, <laughs> Uh, okay. No plan in my head. It, it, it kind of lasted. And I would be like, no, I'm not. No, it's not too late for me right now. It's not. It's not. Now, I'm looking at something in this article. You have everything needed to write it down commitment to Christ. Part of that yes, is a commitment. When you make a commitment and you make your mind 
Uh, Maria, yes, Maria was talking earlier about change and what's called the stages of change. You have what's called pre-contemplation, contemplation, then you take the action, then you got to maintain it. And a lot of times individuals don't understand the how that works when we're talking about change. And some individuals are afraid of change. They, it feels uncomfortable, and they get relaxed where they are thinking, this could be okay, I'm okay with it. No, you're not. No, you're not. It's okay to visit, but you don't have to stay there. So don't let the grab, don't sit there and start idolizing and worshiping what other people have, thinking it's too late for you, because you can get to have the same thing, too. You really can. Put forth some effort. Put forth some effort. And I said, and we, we harder, it seems like we're harder today on our young women in the church than we are our young men. Can we speak on that a little bit? Because they really think they can just wait. Hold on. Okay. Well, yeah, there um, is on the phone, but yeah, yeah they're, um, they're, they're hard. I don't know why they're harder on the women. Yeah. And it seems like in in church, normally when uh, a woman, okay, she may be enticing, but if the man fall for it and mess around and sleep with her, they still want to blame the woman. Oh, she she's a homewrecker. She's a harlot. She's the Jezebel. She everything in the book. But it takes two to tangle. Now, mind you, yeah, you're wrong when you know somebody's married or in a relationship and you go after them deliberately, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're going to be mine. No, yeah, that's the wrong attitude and concept. But when you just walk around in Tyson and the man just making comments like, oh, you're looking good today, and then you just fall into a den of sin, it's both of their fault. It's not just the female. It's the male, too. But they give the male credit because a lot of the older women all in church, the church mothers and stuff, always say, well, man going to be a man. She should have kept her skirt down and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But, no, it's it's not just that because as the mothers of the church and everything, teach them how to lower their skirts and teach them how to have standards. So they won't think about going after somebody else's man because if they're coming in and you know that spirit is on them, help them get it off of them. Help them get it off of them. Pray for them, cover them, protect them. Let them know that's not, that's not what you do. Instead of a letting it happen, then talking behind their back, that's not that don't work because now the sin is done, the the act is done, and it's too late to try to fix it because it done already happened. Correct, correct. And you know, and I just noticed that when I was a kid and even a young adult in church, how you're right, they would give the males a pass but always blame the female. But like the old saying goes, too, if you don't want to try to cheat, don't cheat with them. We ain't worried about it. So. We have to start holding individuals accountable. Accountable. Yes. Now, we start talking about even if it's too late to pray. Some individuals will say, well, you know what? I can't pray. God ain't going to answer my prayers. It's too late for me. The one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to give up. I tell individuals, even as a therapist, that life is a process of elimination. And sometimes we eliminate ourselves. So when an individual think that it's too late for them. You're not dead yet. You, with right. every breath you have in your body, get up and do mm-hmm. something. Get up and do something. Now, I'm looking at the article, and it indicates, it says, don't wait until it's too late, and it's about a praying woman. And, and this woman says that I became a Christian at a very young age. It was probably nine or ten years old at that time. She said, and then what happened was a few years ago, she completely renounced Christianity, as some would say, she backslid, partying, drinking, having a nice time with the order of the day during those years. She gave no thought to what she had been taught when she was younger. There is a penalty, but I don't know. And punishment um, for sin. That went out the window. And then, (laughs) a family member died. And so that's a lot of times when we see or we start talking about or we hear about it. Um, I can come. Now, with that being said, she said that when the family member dies, let me see what I can find out. I'm going to ask the experts that are more expert than me (laughs) that to give me some. I'm going that because Maria is taking care of some business. And she said, and to this day, and then in 2012, 
a close family member died. She complained of not feeling well today. She took a test after it was done, and the doctors discovered what was wrong, and it was too late. She died two months later. So a lot of times when we start thinking about too late, we think about death. We think about dying. And, you know, the thing is, and there's, it, is, it was nothing that I didn't know since an individual group in church, but I was so blinded and wrapped up in sin that I had lost focus of God completely. And right then and there, I recommitted my life to Christ. Now, I'm not trying to tell individuals how to live. I'm not trying to tell individuals about that life because we don't do what we want to do. But by that same time, I just want you to know it's not too late to give up on you. Now, what this individual said is despite all that they've done, they have to realize God still loves them. God still loves you. So turn it around. Just turn it around. Now, in John 3, 16, 17, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, and that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. And if you develop that mentality for everlasting life, then you'll notice that things will start changing in your life. For God did not send his Son to the world to be condemned to the world, but the world through him him might be saved. Now, when you live in a saved life, it's like, okay, so what is that? Meaning God is waiting patiently for you to come back to him. He's waiting with open arms to forgive you, to restore you, and to give you, they call the bounty at his table. Now, there's a lot of people that are living proof of that. A lot of individuals can tell you, how things have happened, their life got turned around, things changed for them. You know, they found a new way of living, they developed a new attitude. But you got to get out of that rut of thinking it's too late because salvation is no joking matter. And like I said, sometimes, Lady T, we only think about things when we go to a funeral. What do you have to say in regards to that, Lady T? Um, she stepped away into the store again. <laughs> like okay. I said earlier, she's out and about trying to get things done. However, it's never too late. Christ died on, for our sins. He died on the cross so that we might be saved. Mm-hmm. He paid the price so that we can be redeemed. So it's never too late because the price is already paid. The only thing mm-hmm. we have to be doing is, is to be able to forgive ourselves. Because we dwell mm-hmm. on our past, our wrongdoing. Anybody with mm-hmm. a conscience, they they dwell on, it, and they have a hard time forgiving themselves, and that's why they think they can't be saved. Mm-hmm. Once you forgive yourself and put that out of your mind and accept Jesus Christ, you're automatically saved. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. It's never too late. But teaching someone that and helping and and having them believe it because they think. Is that all? But I'm still the same person. Of course you're the same person. You have to grow. You have to walk in it now. Your life is not going to be instant. Now, some people's change is instant, but everybody's isn't. You are mm-hmm. still saved, but now what you must do is change your ways mm-hmm. and walk in that salvation. That's mm-hmm. You know, Maria, growing up in Compton, I know this. And I've seen it a lot. Individuals decided to turn their life around, change their ways. In some cases, they were killed. They were murdered. Things happened. You know, I've heard, had friends say that they had to go to prison in order to learn some things. And I'm not saying prison is the right of passage. I'm not saying that at all. But some, in some cases, prison changed their life to where if they wasn't removed from the environment they were in. And we get comfortable in our environment. Now, delaying is dangerous to your soul, and it can cost you eternally. And in James 4.14, it says, we are reminded, tomorrow is not promised. And they also want to add that neither is a deathbed. But they can attest personally that God loves you so much that even now, while you're reading and going through this, he's giving you the opportunity to come back. 
So we got to take it. You know, I'm watching and I'm listening to people talk about the COVID vaccination. Now they're vaccinating teenagers now, starting at age 12. I have grandkids that age. And we start talking about these things. You know, some parents was like, at one point, kids wasn't able to be vaccinated, but yet the parents was getting vaccinated and the kids was dying. So it's like, okay, so they don't know what to do, who to believe. And I think that that has a lot to do with it, Maria. It's our belief system. Somebody told us, and they said, well, don't do this. You better do it now. Don't wait too late, because if you don't get this now, it's not going to be available. Or if you don't do this now, you might da 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 And we start believing these things, and we got to go back to trusting God. What thus says the Lord? What does the Bible say about these things? Because we know we can't trust man. We really can't. But that don't mean be ignorant to some things. Because some individuals just be straight out just resistant, rebellious, and they don't want to trust nobody. Now, that's not healthy either. Mm -hmm. Now, we started, like you said, you said something about your, um, your, your belief system, the mm-hmm. people that you um, grow up with, the people that teach you, the people that um, influence you, those people have to be honest. Those people have to be truthful and, in what they're telling you because a lot of things we are told pertaining to the Bible, pertaining to the world, pertaining to whatever, is not that they just feel is right and they want to, and then the person that they're telling it to gets confused. And then they go out into the world and hear something different. And now they're even more confused. So it's it's the information that is given to the people that causes Mm -hmm. them to be that way. And then Mm -hmm. that's why, oh, well, this, this is, this doesn't make sense to me. None of this it makes sense. I don't believe any in any of this. None of this happened for me. Why? Because they were misinformed. When they get the actual truth, it's no good anymore. Mm-hmm. The truth is not going to help them in their mind because mm-hmm. they've been told so many different things. And that's mm-hmm. why we have so many people that are lost and don't believe mm-hmm. in God. You know, it was interesting, you said, and people are, a lot of people give people misinformation, and sometimes our parents give us misinformation, because I know a lot of stuff that I was told, I was yep. like, where the hell did you get that from? <laughs> you know, and yesterday on the show, we were talking, and the, one of the guys, he was the least chief, actually chief of the city of Inglewood, and he was on the air with me, and he brought up something interesting, he brought up Tukey Williams, was one of the original founders of the Crip Game and Compton and all of that. And how when he around, man wasn't the one that wasn't willing to forgive him or didn't want to believe it was in a different person. It wasn't too late for his life. Yep. It really wasn't. Yep. But by that same token, sometimes people want to see you or think you are the same person you was years ago. So yep. you become a yep. new creature, but you don't have to prove nothing to them. That's when you and God and you walk in your light, like you guys were doing earlier. Let your light shine. You don't have to go around and tell anybody, you know what, it wasn't too late for me. And da 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 You don't need to vote because you don't need to do that. You really don't. Because that's a personal relationship between you guys. And people think I'm the same to some degree, yeah, but in other ways, no. Some of the stuff I still don't do that I didn't do when I was a kid growing up. <laughs> so, and it's not too late. I know it's not too late for some of my friends that are there. Um, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be exactly. going to one of my um friends, one of my childhood friends. Her aunt is celebrating her 70th birthday, and it's interesting because it's like every other day when I go on Facebook. I see where I went to her mother's 70th birthday. And then the next year, she passed. Thank God I went. Oh, wow. Because I wouldn't have been able to have that time with her. And it was just a reminder. 
you know, it, it was just a reminder. Sometimes we'll say, oh, I'm, I ain't, ain't going to go to this event or I ain't worried about it. or You never know. You never know. I, I'm grateful. Know. I, I did go, and I will be at Hustle's 70th birthday party having fun like I did at the other woman's 70th birthday party. And some people be like, life yeah. party with at 70. Oh, because they know how to have fun. <laughs> they yeah, they, they're not going to be around that much longer. You need to give them their flowers while they're still alive. Yeah, that's my point. Don't wait too late. When she contacted me and was like, yeah. you come to my birthday party? I will be there. God's willing, I will be there. You know, because not that many individuals are living that long, but by that same token, so just don't wait too late to tell somebody you apologize. Don't wait too late to tell yes. somebody I love you. Don't wait too late to tell your kids, baby, I'm trying to get it right. You know, or don't walk around exactly. holding on to this hurt, this pain, this bitterness, and thinking, well, they know I'm mad, or they know how I feel about you. No, don't do that. Let some of that stuff go. Let it go. Don't carry it to your grave. Because you're not going to always have the opportunity to get it right, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You just won't. While you still have time. And you While have to, you, you have, have to have the capacity to swallow that pride. You have to have the capacity to swallow that pride and ask for forgiveness and forgive. Both That's true. You know, and let's, I know we have like eight minutes left in the show. I want to talk about some things because there's a lot of individuals that's holding on to a lot of bitterness, a lot of resentment, a lot of anger, and it's impacting their mental health. So they're holding on to these things. They say like, it's like they, they have the analogy, it's like you drinking a poison waiting on somebody else to die because you're mad at this person. And that person may not even know you mad. They're trying to move on with their life, ain't even thinking about you, ain't even thought about you, and you still holding all okay. these things. Because <laughs> you just, you got the, the, the you know, you're, you're upper lip or you're constipated. You got that constipated look on your face. Correct, correct. 
Now, another thing I want to say, and I want to hear what you ladies have to say in regards to this, because a lot of times we think we have time and we wait until people get on a deathbed or we get on our deathbed. And I'm looking at an article, and it talks about God waits until the last minute to display his glory. Most often, God intervenes at the last minute to display his glory. He lets our situation get to the point so that's when he shows up. He will blow our mind away and make us awe of him. Now, I've seen people on a deathbed, they want to confess, they want to... We don't need to wait till we get to that point. We really don't. We can live our life and be at peace if we don't wait until it's too late or get to that point to where now we can barely speak. We write stuff down. <laughs> what do you? What is your take on that in regards to individuals until they get on their deathbed before they let some stuff go? They don't have to yeah. Um. Yes. No. You don't wait till then because if 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 you feel like you have a problem with someone or you feel like they have a problem to do with you, you go to them and be like, um, is there something I did to you to offend you? Because I always sense that there's like something between us, like you have a problem with me. Or if you feel like you need to apologize, apologize then, and you forgive. You don't wait because when you wait. It wears on you. It tears on you. It makes you know you just. And then when you wait until you super old and about to die, and you're like, oh, I need to apologize. I'm so sorry about what happened in the 1800. No, I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm like, uh, it's okay. I wasn't even born then, so I don't know what you did. But I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's too late. Don't wait then when it says we're supposed to forgive seven times a day. So if somebody do something to you, you got to forgive them seven times. And if if um, you do something against someone, you apologize. If you because we know when we hurt somebody feelings or when we offend somebody, and we need to just apologize. Mm-hmm. And if somebody did it to us, we need to just we need to forgive them. We just mm-hmm. be like, you know, I'm sorry. You know. Mm-hmm. No, did you? But when my son texted me this morning, he told me, you always negative. You always, and, and I had to let him know, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just letting right. you know these things because I've done my role as a grandmother, and I'm letting you know the dates of your children's graduation. Whether you're there or not, you can't say that nobody tell you. So we got to make sure we're making up all of these excuses for why we're not doing some of the things that we know we're supposed to be doing. And I would let my son know it's not that I'm being negative. I'm just disappointed in his behavior. And I'm just trying to make sure he gets right before he waits to the last minute and rejects it by his children because he hurt them. And don't realize right. the pain endured, but sometimes and it's not an excuse to say, Well, I didn't have a father or I didn't have a mother. That's not always an excuse. You not do right by your children. And that don't get mm-hmm. mean that you should be manipulating you or holding things over your head. Because I always say when you know better, you do better. Do better. So this show yes. is to empower to educate, to support. We ain't gonna support no mess, but to let you know it ain't too late to turn it around. Just 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 try right. it. Just try it. Do better. Right. Just do better. That's the best right. way I can do it. Just do better. May not be the best, but you right. bet you do better. Do right by your parents. Do right by your, your kids. Do right by yourself. Do right by God. Now ladies, see what do right. you want the listeners before we end the show today? Well, we we covered so much today, but um, the important thing we tried to get a walk across was not to wait. So if you feel like you have to apologize some, to someone, if you feel like you have to forgive someone, don't wait till it's too late. Do it now. 
It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to make you feel less than a man or a woman. Just do it. It'll make you feel better. It'll mm-hmm. it'll release a huge burden off, burden off your shoulders. I mean, and you don't have to worry about, you know, oh, my God, this, I forgot. Or when you run into somebody, oh, I did this or oh, they did this to me. We, we don't have to do that. Life is too short. Be worrying about what somebody did to us in our past. Because every time we wake up in the morning, that day before is the past. So forget mm-hmm. about it. If you can't go back. You can't change it. The person who did something, you can't change it. So leave it there. Leave it where it is. Because tomorrow is not promised. So get it right. Right. Get it yourself. Right. Absolutely. Do better. Don't hold on to that stuff. And don't be sitting up to someone going, I'm going to lose 50 pounds tomorrow. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. When you need to lose 50 pounds. You know, so just right. don't do too late. Just don't do it. Just do better. Right. Well, I want to thank you for joining us here at Pressure Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. And thank you, Lady T. So, see, I don't have to wait for you to call in because I found out a way to call you. Uh-huh. So, I tell you all my uh-huh. secrets because you'll be like, I ain't answering the phone. <laughs> I don't even know what number it is. <laughs> you probably was like, I don't know what number it is. I have no idea. I just figured out a way to call you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I almost the answer. I was like, who is this? <laughs> like, who is this? <laughs> and I just yeah. you answered the phone. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So thank you. I love you guys. Thank you, Miss Maria. Love you too. And I will talk to you guys later. And again, thank you for joining us. Just remember, don't wait too late. Bye bye. All right.